Welcome to Supply Chain Tech Podcast with Rombi. In this episode, we speak with Balaji Jayakumar, the Chief Operating Officer at MaxQ. MaxQ was recently recognized as winner of the 2020 DHL Life Sciences and Healthcare Innovation Challenge. Balaji shares some of the challenges in pharma and life sciences packaging industry, the risks of getting condition monitoring wrong, and the role of real-time IoT-based asset monitoring for condition monitoring and compliance. With all eyes on the logistics of vaccines throughout the world today, we're going to discuss Balaji's work with MaxQ and how they are playing a role in improving pharma cold chain logistics integrity. Balaji, welcome to the podcast. It's a pleasure to have you here. Scott, thanks for having me. Appreciate that. So you come from a strong research background developing high strength materials. Can you tell us about your professional journey going from a researcher to building MaxQ? Yeah, my... Uh... My, uh, my graduate school days, uh, my PhD, my master's were all on developing high strength materials for high impact applications. Um, so mostly worked on body armors and, and honeycomb materials for lightweight transport applications. Um, um, and 2012 is when me and my MaxQ co-founders, we came together um, and, we, and we wrote a proposal to NASA proposing a, a lightweight material for developing cube satellites. Okay. Um, so, so they were looking for a, a highly insulating thin material for, for, for putting them in space. Um, we went and approached NASA and requested funding. Uh, we did not get funded, but we got some good feedback saying, um, this kind of material has good applications in the, in the life science industry. And then we, and, and that's kind of the first trigger point where we started, uh, this journey into the life sciences market uh, with this high end insulation materials. Um, and, and fast forward now, uh, been in the industry for about eight years uh, and, and MaxQ is currently serving about 450 hospitals here in the US and about 10 blood centers. Um, and we're also serving different customers across the world in Canada, Ireland, Japan, and so on and so forth. Wonderful, so what were the challenges that both you and NASA saw in the pharma and life sciences industry around packaging and uh, why were they hard to solve? Uh, so the, the life science industry revolves around two things mainly. One is product safety and the other is patient safety. Um, so there is, there is a lot of other things the industry is looking into, for example, packaging efficiency, efficiency of cost, efficiency of logistics and so on and so forth. But in essence, all that we're trying to do is to protect the products the best that you can while being efficient. Um, and the, the problem is the industry in some sense is stuck with you know, age old packaging. Um, for example, if you take the, uh, the blood supply chain, um, typically people are using you know, um, beverage coolers um, by throwing in wet ice and ensuring that you know, the blood is gonna be cold inside. It may not be the most precise way of keeping blood in temperature. For example, uh, blood products have to be in, in a certain precision range. Uh, for internal use, it has to be one to six degrees Celsius. For transport, it's one to 10. In some cases, it's two to eight. So the, the margin of error is significantly less. It isn't re it's really important for us to tailor a, more, a, a, a solution that is more scientific, validated, and proven. Uh, and and that's, that's where we, we saw the, the opportunity, and then we started providing validated turnkey solutions for temperature-sensitive temperature biologics. Okay, great. So as I mentioned in the intro, uh, you won the 2020 DHL Life Sciences and Healthcare Innovation Challenge against some pretty formidable competition. 
Why do you think, or what do you think about Max-Q's innovation stood out from the crowd? Uh, yeah, so this this was a competition that, that went on for about a month or so. Um, I, I believe they started with a, with a, with a large group of global companies. Um, and then it boiled down to 16 semifinalists and then four finalists and we, we emerged. Um, first of all, we were competing with a fantastic roster of uh, fellow competitors. Uh, really good technologies came from, from all around the world. Um, our proposal uh, was focused on a serious problem. So we were focused on, on two things, uh, improving temperature control logistics and then improving visibility and data. Um, so these two were the, were the central theme, so to speak. So uh, what we were proposing to in, in this challenge was you know, dynamic energy prediction, which facilitates the ability to apply machine learning and accurately quantify and trigger progressive actions. Now, the premise of this is to optimize and automate the temperature control supply chain. So for example, our, our, our patented MaxTrace platform can alert and accurately predict the viability of a temperature-sensitive biological shipment um, when, when it is exposed to diverse ambient environments. So, um, so the innovation uh, basically comes from you know, providing not just you know, payload temperature, but calibrating the signals for real-time ambience. Okay. So as part of a journey of um, pharmaceuticals throughout a cold chain, what type of, of events or excursions might they be exposed to? Or what is it that's causing problems that you're trying to solve for? So if you, if you look at a, a typical shipper, uh, they are, they are validated against lab standards or lane-based data. For example, you might have heard of a three-day shipper, a four-day shipper, or a five-day shipper. Now, that number comes from a certain set of lab-based validation or lab-based qualification or lane-based data uh, uh, around which the, temp the shipper can perform. Um, and and in, in reality, uh, that, that's not the case because you have so many external real-time events that you may not be able to qualify or that you may not be able to predict. For example, a package being left in a tarmac, um, you know, that might deem the product to go out of temperature or an unexpected flight delay, um, or, uh, or somebody forgot to turn the data logger or put the data logger in. So there's so many different things that could go wrong. So even the state of the art packaging solutions currently in the industry uses a combination of insulated shippers data loggers and GPS asset trackers and combine them together to, you know, to ensure and look at, you know, data throughout the journey. Now, the problem is these are segregated information from three different pieces. So this causes information silos because the, the supply chain is so complex that you want to keep all of the cold chain stakeholders informed and give them the ability to make decisions in real time. So this was a big disconnect, and our goal was to integrate this whole thing and, and bring every stakeholder together seamlessly. So, so you mentioned automation and visibility as part of it. How much of an improvement is automating over some of the more manual processes that are required? That is, that is significantly important because um, in, in this day and age, especially with, with the most recent pandemic, it is very evident that we are going towards a, a contactless supply chain, or at least that's the goal. That's where we envision the future to be. Um, two things. 
one, you want to have the ability to have the right tools and data to intervene when you have to. The other important thing is to not intervene when you don't have to. So I think having, giving, giving the user or giving the stakeholder these two tools are significantly important. And, and that's where we come into the picture because uh, we, if, if you look at this general decision-making process, uh, decisions are made based on payload temperature. If the payload temperature is going above or below a certain threshold, then you are being triggered to take action. And uh, that may not be the right way to look at it because that's unilateral binary information that doesn't really give you the full picture because that temperature is affected by so many different things that's surrounding it. So uh, that's where we said, uh, instead of just looking at the payload temperature, we provide you what's called a thermal energy. So using our proprietary platform, we can show you the amount of thermal energy remaining in a shipper before your payload can go out of temperature. And we can do this in real time. Uh, think of your cell phone battery. Um, your cell phone battery shows you the amount of charge left before you have to go and charge your cell phone. Or your fuel tank in your car that shows you the amount of fuel left you have to go back and refuel. Uh, our technology is similar. We want to show you the thermal life of a shipper, showing you the amount of thermal energy left before it can go out of temperature. Now, we're just not just showing you the thermal life. We also want to show you the time remaining before the payload can go out of temperature. So you have a window before you can do something about it. This thermal life algorithm, is this applicable only to your packaging or can it be, can it be used with other packaging as well? It can, it's modular. It can be used with other packaging, other types of shippers, um, uh, and, and, and that's, that's the best part. Uh, so we can take any shipper out there and then adapt it to our technology. And all we need to know is a bunch of shipper properties. Uh, we want to understand the, the lane. We want to understand the geographic location. And, and using a combination of all these things, we can provide, uh, we, we can make any shipper into an intelligent shipper. Great. You mentioned in the uh, Innovation Challenge webinar that you're working with Rombi. Um, what is that Rombi is bringing to the overall solution for your customers? Yeah, Rombi has been a fantastic partner. Um, uh, and uh, we, we went through this whole developmental process with Rombi um, as our partner, and we are very excited to work with, with Rombi. Uh, they, they bring, they bring the, the, the IoT sensor platform to us. So they are providing us you know, uh, signals that we need. For example, uh, measuring the temperature location. Uh, those would be the bread and butter of you know, what we're trying to offer. In addition, we also have the capability of offering you know, tilt, humidity, altitude, shock, all of which are important properties and parameters that, that's gonna help us evaluate and assess the real-time status of payload. Uh, and you know, having the 21 CFR part 11 compliance on the software uh, on Romy's platform helps us you know, provide a chain of custody and uh, you know having fa approvals uh, with you know multitude of different airlines is also very helpful right it's good to hear okay um how much of what your customers are looking for is an improvement in um efficiency versus uh, compliance driven um it's a it's a combination um, it's a combination of, you know, improving efficiency and also staying compliant. I think compliance comes first. Uh, your, your primary goal is to make sure, you know, especially if you're uh, in the pharma or a, or a clinical trial world, 
you want to make sure you're following the FDA regulations and you're, you're making sure that all your products, shipments, and packages are all in compliance with, with, the, with the guidelines from the FDA. Um, and that's the most important piece. And that involves, you know, making sure you have chain of custody, making sure you have, you know, you're, you're recording and measuring temperatures, you're recording and measuring all the necessary parameters. Um, and and the, the next phase is, of course, efficiency. Uh, how efficient are you both in terms of packaging and logistics? Um, so efficiency comes from both, you know, cost and size and space. So if there is a way for you to ship, um, you know, um, three boxes instead of five boxes um, with a more compliant and more effective packaging solution, uh, that's probably efficiency right there for you. And, and the one thing that the, the future of this industry is going in the direction of also visibility and data. So besides just the compliance and efficiency part of it, um, now visibility is also becoming a piece of the compliance now because uh, very soon you're gonna have regulations or you're gonna have recommendations to have complete visibility of your package in every leg of the supply chain. Because irrespective of which logistics or which path you use, your box is gonna go, go through a bunch of waypoints, a, a bunch of uh, touches that has to happen for your box or a shipper to go from point A to point B. Right. It is really important for you to reduce the user error and the number of, reduce the number of touches. Right, that makes sense. Okay, so um, beyond just the technical specs of your packaging and your algorithms, clearly it's been vetted and shown to be successful by your company doing well and winning this challenge, but what other aspects of your solution do you bring value to your customer beyond just the, the technical aspects of so we, we are very adaptable um, with respect to providing customer solutions so the our innovation uh, came from customer requirements so we had a series of different customer interactions in different stages of the life of our company and then we realized that the most important problem or the most important pain point the the, the industry is facing is user error so, you know, switching on and switching off a, a, a data logger and then, you know, moving data, data aggregation. So the user error was the, the central pain point that we were trying to address. And, and one way to address that was to kind of go, uh, go, go to the, the root of it and see, okay, how can you make this a contactless supply chain? And futuristically, just envisioning how can you automate the cold chain supply chain generally? So, and that's where, you know, the, the innovation came forth. Uh, and, and one thing we are very cognizant about and we're doing consciously is we don't want to just show you or show you visibility of the problem. We also want to come in and close the loop. So, uh, for example, uh, by showing the thermal life of a shipper, we show you the amount of thermal energy remaining, using which we also show you the amount of time remaining before your payload could go on temperature. So, what can you do about it? So because we have control of the shipper, because we know how the shipper behaves, we have ways to maximize the thermal energy in the shipper. It could be something as simple as throw the shipper in a freezer at minus 20 degrees Celsius for 24 hours and you have a charge for the next five days. It is something as simple as that. And this is an information that we control and then we can provide and distribute this information to the different stakeholders. It could be a logistics provider, it could be, um, your customer, it could be you, it could. So we have the capability of sending customized alerts, triggers and notifications so that you can maximize the thermal energy. 
So we provide you end-to-end -end preventive and corrective action that is also FDA auditable. So we, I, I, long story short, adaptability is what we bring. We are very flexible to work with customers. It's not uh, a solution that we're trying to kind of push, but we want to work with the customer to understand exactly what's going on and provide the total best solution. There may be customers who may not need the shipper. They probably already have a shipper. And all we can do is to come and onboard the intelligence in their shipper. But there are probably customers who are looking for you know, a turnkey solution. And we are also set up to be this one-stop shop providing efficient, you know, the whole nine yards today. Do you think today's environment with, with eyes of the world on uh, vaccine logistics that this is going to increase the demand for your services? I, I think so. Um, I, I strongly believe so. And, and we are seeing a lot of traction happening over the, la over the most recent times. Um, and it's, it's, what is missing in, in the market is the best way to integrate these technologies and provide it in a way that it's useful to the customers. So one of, one of the hesitations that customers have is, you know, uh, which is, you know, adapting to a new technology. It's going to have road bumps. It's going to have, uh, you know, roadblocks, things of that nature. So we want to be as seamless as we can in our offering. So, uh, catering to the problem of the customer rather than catering your solution to the customer. I think that makes a huge difference. Absolutely. And, and in it, especially after this pandemic and, and the kind of issues that this has caused, um, like I said, it's the supply chain is going contactless. At least that's where the future has to be focused on. And that's where the automation has to be. So our goal is, um, you know, in the future, every shipment or every box has to be autonomous. So the box has to raise its hands and, and call for help. And, um, and we should be able to send automatic triggers and notifications to the stakeholders to take care of it and maximize the energy. Very good. All right. Any final thoughts you'd like to share about how uh, pharma companies can make their cold chain feature ready? Uh, yeah. So one of the things that we focus on at MaxQ uh, is you know, providing simple solutions that are seamless um, simplicity is one thing that we focus on all the time. And then we are also focused, since we're providing data, we're providing intelligence, we're also highly focusing on reliability of our data. So the, the healthcare supply chain, the pharma world, um, you know, it'll be driven by, you know, a couple of things. One is intelligence, the other is integration. Um, and, you know, our innovation hits the core of, you know, these two things, especially with, with the recent pandemic, you know, the clinical trials are becoming more decentralized you know it's right. it's demanding not just packaging solutions but more smart or intelligent packaging solutions sure. um so you know cro's and cmos they all have visibility to the point of care levels but you know we also want to ensure logistic partners the three pls they're all integrated with the packaging providers you know and max use intelligent core systems so that you're not only predictive but also prescriptive in providing solutions and this is going to result in you know ultimately result in product safety and patient safety. Great. Well, thank you, Balaji, for sharing uh, the innovative work that MaxQ is doing in your technologies. It's great to hear how smart packaging combined with your algorithms and real-time condition monitoring are coming together to help build a safer pharma supply chain. Um, it was a pleasure speaking with you today. Thank you. Scott, thanks for having me. Uh, appreciate the time. 
Take care. Thanks for joining us this time. If you haven't already, subscribe to the Supply Chain Tech Podcast with Roby. If you'd like to support us and invest in yourself while you're at it, visit roby.com. You'll find blogs, ebooks, case studies, webinar discussions, digital solutions, and a bunch of other helpful resources about supply chain visibility and the related technologies. Thanks again for listening. I'll see you next time.